Point number 130. And we do not say that it is created. And we do not contradict the united body of the Muslims. Sheikh Fawzan said in explanation, we do not say that the Quran is created as is said by the Jahmiya. For this is unbelief, is kufr, and is a rejection of the speech of Allah. And it is to describe Allah with deficiency and that he does not speak. I mean, they're saying it means Allah in reality does not speak. The Quran, they're saying that Quran is just something created which Allah created means he didn't speak with it. So therefore, they're saying means that Allah does not speak. So it's describing Allah with that deficiency. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, and one who does not speak, alhamdulillah, one who does not speak is deficient and is not one deserving to be worshipped. And then he brings some ayahs in proof of that. His statement here, that one who does not speak, one who is not, not able to speak and doesn't speak, he does not deserve to be worshipped. He brings the ayahs, he said, and, the, and therefore, when the people of As-Samiri, this, this evildoer As-Samiri, in the time of Musa alayhi salam, he said, and therefore when the people of As-Samiri said, this is your God and the God of Musa, by which they meant the calf or the idol. Was he referring to the incident when they took an idol to be worshipped besides Allah? And they said, about the idol, about the calf which they made, this is your God, and the God of Musa, meaning the calf or the idol. Then Allah, the majestic and most high, said, أَفَلَا يَرَوْنَ أَنْ لَا يَرْجِئُ إِلَيْهِمْ قَوْلًا وَلَا يَمْلِكُ لَهُمْ دَرًّا وَلَا نَفْعًا Surah Taha, the 20th Surah, Ayah 89. That Allah said in response to what they said, this Ayah, Ayah 89 from Surah Taha, with the explanation. When they said about this, this idol, this is the God of Musa, this is your God and the God of Musa. Allah the Most High responded to them with the explanation, do they not see that it does not respond to them with any saying? Allah refuted their claim with that. Do they not see that it does not respond to them with any saying? Shaykh al-Fawzan said, so he said, that it does not respond to them with any saying. He said, meaning, it does not speak. So this shows the falsity of their worshipping it. Allah used that as an evidence, Allah the Most High used that as an evidence against them. That this idol which they claimed was their God who deserved to be worshipped, 
Allah responded to that by it doesn't even speak. So that was a proof of the falsity of their worshipping, the fact that it does not speak. Then Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, and in the other ayah, another ayah about the same incident, Alam yarau annahu la yukallimuhum wa la yahdihim sabila. Surah Al-A'raf, the seventh surah, ayah 148. With the explanation, do they not see that it does not speak to them, nor could it guide them to the way? Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, And speech is an attribute of perfection. An absence of speech is an attribute of deficiency. So Allah, the perfect and most high, is declared free of the characteristics of deficiency. And he has the attributes of perfection. In the speech, an attribute of perfection, so that it, Allah has the attribute. An absence of speech, an inability to speak, is an attribute of deficiency, and Allah is declared free of that. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan moves on to the last part, وَلَا نُخَالِفُ The last part of this phrase, وَلَا نُخَالِفُ جَمَاعَةَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And we do not contradict the united body of the Muslims. He said, So the united body of the Muslims hold as their iman that it, the Qur'an, that it was sent down in reality and is not something created. It originated from Him, meaning it originated from Allah and it will return to Him. This is the creed and belief, the aqidah of the Muslims with regard to the Qur'an. And likewise, we do not contradict the united body of the Muslims in anything from the affairs of the religion which they are united in consensus upon. Allah the Most High said, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَىٰ وَيَأْتَبِئَ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُصْلِهِ جَهَنَّمْ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Surah An-Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah 115. With the explanation, and whoever opposes the messenger, after the guidance has been made clear to him, and he follows other than the path of the believers, then we will leave him to the path he has chosen, and we will burn him in hellfire. And what an evil destination. So Shaykh al-Fawzan makes the point here that this phrase here, it, re it refers in particular to the Qur'an, that we don't differ with the united body of the Muslims with regard to belief in the Qur'an, that it's being the speech of Allah not created. And likewise, in all the rest of the affairs in which there is ijma, consensus of the Muslims, we don't differ with the united body of the Muslims in that either. Then he quotes this ayah, Surah An-Nisa, the fourth surah, Ayah 115 as evidence. And he finishes with regard to the a saying that he mentioned in his explanation just before. Min Allahi bada'a. It originated from Allah. 
that the Qur'an originated from Allah. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, And it is not, as some of the misguided people say, that Jibreel took it from Allah al-Mahfuz. These misguided people, they say, that Jibreel, he just took the Qur'an, he transcribed it from the preserved tablet. This is not the case. Rather, he heard it directly from Allah. وَإِلَيْهِ يَعُودِ And it will return to him. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, meaning at the end of time, the Qur'an will be raised up to Allah, the Mighty and Majestic. And this is one of the signs of the hour. So the Qur'an will be taken away from the Mus'hafs and from the hearts of men and it will not remain upon the earth. As I mean at the end of the time, it's a sign of the hour. The Qur'an will be raised up. And just, I'll just mention finally then a saying of Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Mani in his notes to At-Tahawiyah where he makes a point here where he says with regard to the saying about the Quran being created, this saying of kufr, that the Quran is created. He said, know that those who say that the Quran is created the most famous of them are two groups. The first of them are the Mu'tazila, those who say that the Qur'an which Jibreel came with is the speech of Allah in reality, however it is created. That's what the Mu'tazila say. They agree with the first part. They say, or they, they say, they use the wording, the Qur'an which Jibreel came with is in reality the speech of Allah. But, it is something created. Allah's speech is something created. That's the first group in this regard who said the Quran is created. And then the second group he said are al mutakallimun the people of Kalam, the people of blameworthy theological rhetoric from the Kullabiya and their followers. These Kullabiya, the people nowadays who take the name of the Ash'aris. The second group he said are the people of Kalam from the Kullabiya. And their followers who say the speech of Allah, when they define the speech of Allah, they say the speech of Allah is a single meaning existing within his self, he the Most High. And if it is expressed in Hebrew, it becomes the Taurat. And if it is expressed in the Syriac language, it becomes the Injil. And if it is expressed in the Arabic language, it becomes the Qur'an. This is that evil saying. They say it's just something, speech is just something existing within Allah's self. And when it's expressed in different languages, it takes different forms. So if it's in Hebrew language, it's called the Torah. Syriac language, it's called the Injil. And if it's in Arabic, it's called the Qur'an. But it's one and the same thing within Allah's self. This is the evil saying. He said, and they hold this false belief as their religion before Allah and they agree with the Mu'tazila about the fact 
about the saying that the Quran which Jibreel came with is actually created. Except that the Mu'tazila, they say it is, the Quran is the speech of Allah in reality, but created. And the Qullabiya and their followers, they say it is just, I mean, what Jibreel came with is just an expression of the speech of Allah. And a secondary account of the speech of Allah. So therefore, upon the saying of those Qullabiya and their followers, the Prophet salam did not convey the speech of Allah. I mean, in their saying, what the Prophet came with was not the speech of Allah, it was an expression of it. Rather, he brought something which indicated towards it, and he brought a report about it. So this contains a denial of, of the messengership. In the saying of the Qulabiyya, those who nowadays they call themselves the Ash'aris, it actually contains a refutation of messengership. Sheikh Ibn Mani said, because messengership, a rasul, or rather he said, a, a messenger, a rasul, is one who conveys the speech of the one who sent him. And therefore, the people of the Sunnah defeat them with this. Ibn al-Qayyim said in his Nuniyya, his famous poem of Ibn al-Qayyim with regard to Aqidah, each line ending in Nun, he said about in this regard, وَإِذَا انْتَفَتْ صِفَةُ الْكَلَامِ كَذَلِكَ الْإِرْسَالُ مَنْفِيٌّ بِلَا فُرْقَانِ Ibn al-Qayyim said, And if the attribute of speech is negated, then likewise messengership is also negated without any difference. فَرِسَالَةُ الْمَبْعُوثِ تُبَلِّغُ كَلَامَ المرسلي الدائب لا نقصاني because messengership of one who has been sent means to convey the speech of the one who sent the messenger with a call without any deletion Ibn Shaykh al-Mani said rahimahullah he said to the end of these tremendous lines of poetry which should be held on to with the molar teeth so he's saying how evil they're saying is what, this, what they're saying actually in reality amounts to when they say that the speech of Allah is just something existing within himself, it's not heard by any messenger or any angel and so on. It, it involves a denial of the true messengership of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Shaykh Ibn Mani, rahmahullah, finished. And one of the most amazing things is that when a person of knowledge from these followers of the Kullabiyyah when he is reminded of the like of these lines of poetry and when he hears a mention of the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila when it's mentioned to one of these people of Qullabiya about the Jahmiyyah saying that the Quran is created denying that it's the speech of Allah when this person from the Qullabiya hears that then he says there are people who have become extinct nothing remains of them or of their beliefs, not even a trace. And you hear some people saying that, even these days, you hear some of these people, the Ash'aris and their like, they're saying, why do, we, why do you people keep going on about the Jahmis and the Mu'tazil? They've died out, they're extinct, why do you keep talking about them? So Sheikh Ibn Mani said, and this miserable wretch 
is not even aware that he himself is the inheritor of the sayings of the Jahmiyyah and, and the Mu'tazila. And that his belief is their belief. Just the same. I mean, it's just uh, linguistic differences, but the reality behind that is the same. That this, they hold the, the truth, the speech of Allah is something created. Just as the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila did. Walhamdulillah wa sallallahu ala Muhammad.